Marketing Podcast Radio. And your host, your voice of reason during times of treason, Jeff Kaufman. Fellow Americans, this is Jeff Kaufman, the host of Danger Close USA. Your voice of reason during times of treason, the angry one. The one and only. Good morning. I hope you're doing well today. I hope everything's going good for you. Time for another installment of truth, honesty, and foul language. So, the big news, the big news, both the President of the United States and the First Lady of the United States apparently has caught COVID-19. I can't even begin to tell you how I feel about that. Let's be honest, shall we? There are some detrimental debates coming up the pipeline. Presidential debate number two. Do I actually believe Donald Trump has COVID? Fuck no. The biggest scam in America wants your sympathy. The biggest scam job in America wants your sympathy, your admiration, your heartfelt get well wishes I for one uh, I'll believe him when he's dead sorry hate to be that way I know that's crass and callous and rude and but you know Ben Shapiro came out and said I bet we're not going to get a whole lot of well wishing from the blue checker left And he's right. But what can I tell you? I don't think there's many Americans in America that really give a shit whether or not he caught COVID or not. If you want honesty, there it is. And I guarantee you there's also a large number of Americans that don't even believe him. And the reason being we don't believe him. Number one, he's a liar. A professional Scam job, con artist. Number two, again, he's a liar. And number three, he can't handle doing debates. He proved that back in 2016 against Hillary Clinton. How many times did he back out of debates? This time he just has an excuse. 
this time he wants people to feel sorry for him. He wants people to pray for him. He wants people to care about him. Well, let's just be honest. No, a whole lot of people actually do. Is it cold-hearted? No. Is it, is it evil? No. We're dealing with a man that has lied 20,000 times throughout his presidency. Now, in the middle of a freaking election season, 30-some-odd days away from the election itself, with debates coming up, suddenly he has a bone spur. Let's just be honest about it. This is what cowards do. Donald Trump is a coward. Donald Trump would probably fake having COVID-19 to get out of doing debates. I know I'm not alone in this logic. I know I'm not alone in how people are perceiving this. I know I'm not alone in people logically coming to the conclusion that this is probably fake. That this is probably Donald Trump's way out of having to do debates. Let's be honest about it. There are plenty of Americans out there upset that President Trump and Melania Trump have caught COVID. I understand. But as we're reaching 211,000 deaths because of his ineptitude and inability to do his job, finding out that he may or may not have COVID-19 really plays no relevance whatsoever in the outcome of this election. I don't care what anybody says. I'll believe it when I see it. When the motherfucker's got a ventilator shut down, shoved down his throat, and the Pope is issuing get well wishes, then I'll believe it. But this is only a distraction to me. I don't believe he has it. I believe this is all bullshit. If you look what happened in the UK when Boris got COVID, it raised patriotism and praise for him. Put him in a whole different spotlight. He bit he beat Corona. He's a tough old man. Unfortunately, more than likely the same thing's gonna happen here. Donald Trump catches COVID, whether we know it or not, whether we see it or not, whether we're made aware of whether or not he's actually suffering or anything, his base will cheer him on. And of course, he's gonna come out miraculously, perfectly unscathed, because he doesn't actually have it. It's not going to be beating it and fighting it in the White House. They're not going to show him pictures of laying in his deathbed. But there's a part of me, just a small smidgen of me, a small iota, that hopes he actually does have it. And hopes maybe, just maybe he makes a full recovery. And maybe catching this virus, battling it and beating it might actually humble him. But I'm very doubtful. Again, let's just be honest. We're dealing with a blatant liar, a con artist. Telling America that he caught COVID-19. It's not hard to imagine Donald Trump pretending and faking this to A, get out of doing debates, B, getting the admiration and support of his base back on track. And C, 
But this is just a distraction. <laughs> you can call me cold-hearted if you wish. If you think that label applies here, call me cold-hearted. You can tell me I'm just an evil person. Go right ahead. The problem is, sometimes I'm that little voice in your head that, that's telling you, hey, should we actually believe this? Because I, for one, don't believe it. I don't believe he has COVID. I don't believe it at all. I don't believe the, the, the first lady has it. What I believe is that Donald Trump is trying to scam his way out of having to do debates. Plain and simple. This is a perfect setup for him. Not only does he get out of doing debates, but he also wins the admiration and support of his base. Problem is, for a lot of Americans, that time-honored tradition of honesty and transparency has been lost on Donald Trump. So when he comes out and tells us something of significance, such as he's caught COVID, there's a large amount of people that are just sitting back saying, yeah, sure you did. There's a lot on the line here, and this is an easy way out. This is Danger Close USA Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio, your voice of reason during times of treason, the angry one, Jeff Kaufman, your Auntie Rush, your Auntie Levin, your Auntie Hannity, your Auntie Piero, your Auntie Tucker Carlson, your Auntie Propagandist, your Auntie Wright, your Uncle Sam with a goatee and Blue jeans. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Hey, all I know is, uh, what do you say at this point? What what can you say? Honestly, what can you say? Wish him well. Don't give a crap. Or if you're like me, I don't even believe it. I can't believe it. It's all just too convenient. I'll be right back. The trouble at the moment is, is you have Donald Trump who is talking about rigged elections and he's not he has a feeling he's going to lose now which he, of course he is going to lose you're confident oh yeah oh yeah he's going to lose and uh he knows that he knows he's going to lose and he's such a flagrant <laughs> toxic narcissist that he wants to take down the entire democratic system with him if he goes if he could reflect on these things maybe he'd have uh, but he's such an unreflective person, and uh, he doesn't. He simply has no sense of decency and no sense of responsibility about him. And the words that he's been using over the past several weeks, entire democratic process. And is that dangerous? Yeah, it is. I think it's very dangerous. He does have a lot of people's ears, and uh, uh, I don't think he's going to go quietly into the, you know, gently into the good night. I think he's going to. Uh, make a bigger mess as he can. And uh, I don't know what that's going to mean, but we'll, we'll find out shortly. Unfortunately, I'm going to ignore this load of bullshit. 
I don't believe he has it. I think the con job is doing his con job. So, the Proud Boys, one of their glorious chubby-cheeked members of super awesome soldier boys um, have come out and made a threatening statement which made the rounds over the internet yesterday. I hope the guy's in jail. You want to talk about sedition? Let's talk about someone proclaiming that they're going to murder people one way or the other, whether Trump wins or Biden wins. It doesn't matter. He's going to be killing people. That mindset and what we saw in that video, we could have seen from anyone of the Proud Boys or anybody emulating the Proud Boys. And yesterday, just like I predicted, uh, the uh, the propagandists were going to come out and call the Proud Boys good old people, just fine folk. As in my yesterday's show with Rush Limbaugh in the background on my car radio, sitting there saying that the white boys don't wa- don't represent white supremacy. Yeah, Rush actually came out and said it. There are black members in Proud Boys. Irrelevant. I don't care if there's Eskimos. I don't care if there's Aborigines. I don't care if there's Pygmies from South America. The bottom line is they're threatening democracy. They're threatening American lives. They started out as a white supremacy group, and I still believe they are, just because they recruit some people of color. You really don't think people are that stupid to buy into the bullshit? This is America. We have morons on every side of the fence. But here's the recording of one of the Proud Boys threatening America. This is the group that Donald Trump refuses to denounce. I think if he really wanted to make a an example, he could have denounced Antifa and the white Proud Boys. This is a recording of one of their members. I, I just think you should listen in. It's it's fantastic if you haven't heard it already. I don't know if a lot of y'all understand this or not. But come November, there's a war coming. Whoever wins. It's down to two. We already know this. Third party, they don't even matter. It's down to two. One or the other is going to win. As a certain supporter, we know which one's going to win. Trump 2020. But there's a thing about it. The reason why I say there's a war coming is because if Trump wins, Black Lives Matter and all them other Antifa dumbasses are going to try to start a war. We ready. Don't worry. We, we ready. Us rednecks and stuff, we ready for y'all. But if Biden wins, we coming. And we coming strong. That was a proud boy speaking about what's going to happen in November. And it's a strong indication of the mindset that exists on the right. 
it might be on the extreme right but nevertheless it's a narrative and it's a it's a mindset and it's these are the words that these people are using and it's more dangerous than most people really realize he's convinced that there's going to be a war he's ready for it he's you know good old boy redneck it's this narrative that they're using that's going to cause just what they have imagined in their fantasy world of there needing to be um, toy soldiers, which is what this guy is. He's a toy soldier, a wannabe. some bad news for that guy. Just because Democrats aren't out flaunting their weaponry doesn't mean that Democrats aren't armed. It doesn't mean that Democrats don't support the Second Amendment because a lot of us, a lot of us do. Just for that reason. Just for men like him. threaten my country. You threaten my fellow Americans. You threaten democracy. You threaten the lives of Americans. You don't get a pass. It's a shame, but that's where we are, America. That is once upon a time your fellow American that you might have stood next to at a grocery store. Now he's threatening your life if his president doesn't win, and he's threatening your life if he does win because someone might protest. And if it gets really bad in the protesting, that's when the police are supposed to do their fucking jobs. Not some wired, high, drunk rednecks. But yippee. Kaye, motherfucker. That's all I gotta say. I don't see how anybody can say shit like that and think it's okay. And I don't know why the FBI hasn't got him in cuffs. Taking everything he owns that has a trigger on it. Including his fucking personality. But then again, here we are. We're in America, baby. Where the President of the United States supports men like him. Welcome to 2020. We decided to stop being a country of equality and a country of morons. Congratulations. You're welcome. Well, we also have come to the conclusion has lied again about the missing letters.
these ballots that were supposedly found in a river somewhere. The press secretary of the White House not able to answer that question. Where was this river? Who found them? Who are they? Who are these people that found these ballots in a river? That was the question that she could not answer because why? Much like the thugs on the airplane that's under investigation, it's a lie. Donald Trump is a liar, a storyteller, a bullshit artist. You want honesty? There you go. There's some honesty for you. You don't have to like it. You just have to listen to me. Make up your own damn mind. I'm an American. What do you want? Sugar-coated false stories of bullshit. White harmonics. That's a word I just pulled out of my keister. But the point is... She's a liar, too. I love how she goes through her big stack of papers trying to find what she should already know in her head. I always love that when they ask questions, just like Sarah Huckabee. It's here somewhere in my pile of fake fucking papers. I've got a recipe for blueberry muffins in this stack of papers that I brought out here to make it look as if I know what I'm doing and I'm doing a good job at it. But she could not answer the question because there is no answer to the question because there was no river and there were no fucking ballots. And she changed her story twice. She went from Wisconsin to fucking Pennsylvania. Hello? You're lying. You're part of a lying administration. We're supposed to believe you now. We're supposed to believe that Donald Trump has COVID too, I guess. Shouldn't you be alarmed, uh, Miss Kelly, whatever your name is, press secretary lady? Shouldn't you be a little worried since you're a mother with an infant that you've brought around the White House? I'd be a little concerned. I know I was concerned when my kids got sick with it. And we were doing everything we could not to let it happen. Thank God the President of the United States knows what he's doing and he's doing a great job, right? If I was that lady, I would be appalled that I even worked for that douche. Let alone brought my kid to the White House, a little infant. Around a guy that lied to America, told America that, well, it'll go away like a miracle. But it, meanwhile, behind the scenes, he's telling people that he knows that this is some dangerous shit. But let's hold some rallies. He still knows it's dangerous shit, but let's hold some rallies. The son bitch supposedly caught it himself, but he wants to hold some rallies. Where are we in America where intelligence is subjected to such moronicity? An idiotic fucking bullshit. A president is allowed to make up fucking stories. Stories. Not little white lies. Not misconceptions. Fucking stories. Yeah, stories. There's some people out there that tell me I'm doing a fine job. I've got news for you. If you believe everything this guy fucking says, you're a moron. I'm sorry. I hate to put you in that category. It's 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 nothing personal. I'm sorry. I, I apologize for calling you a moron if you believe him. 
But I'm sorry, at this point in time in America, if you believe him, you are a fucking moron. More even importantly, that if you support him, someone should call you a fucking traitor and kick you in the pants. Because you are. You're a moron and a traitor. But enough of my ramblings. Let's 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 listen to the press secretary talk about the magical river. Yeah, they found the river. It's loaded with fucking unicorns. It's actually pink. And if you drink it, you suddenly grow a patch of white blonde hair that you can comb over your entire body. I'm right back. Listen, I just want you to listen. referring to are um, something that we've seen just in the last seven days where in Wisconsin uh, there were trails of May ending up in a ditch. I, that's, I believe, the specific he was referring to. Um, and that included absentee ballots. We're, we're specifically, in this particular statement though, who is they that found those ballots and where is this river anywhere in this country? The local authorities. It was a ditch in Wisconsin that they were found and I can get the article oh. to your inbox if you'd like. And beyond that. Fine. If he misspoke, that's fine. No, so that's that's what the president was referring to. And you're really you're missing the forest for the trees here. The point is I, know where, I, I, like, I cover the, the news. Point is, I like to report accurately in the news. And when the president says they found a lot of ballots in a river, I simply want to know where the river is. No, you simply want to ignore the fact of the matter. I get, Again, I've got to ask so many questions about this. Allow me to Where is this river? Allow me to Allow me and to that's respond. why I'm asking you. This is, this is what is happening here. You are ignoring the problem here, which is last week in Pennsylvania, you had ballots found in a ditch. That is a fact. In Wisconsin, seven military ballots, all marked for Trump, were found cast aside. There are problems with mass mail-in vo- voting. I under, I actually don't understand the lack of journalistic curiosity in reporting on this. There used to be there used to be curiosity. In fact, the Washington Post for President Trump uh, highlighted the problems with mail-in voting. They said the result was an unexpected stress test of mail balloting systems when this was tried, many of which were designed to handle handle only a small portion of the vote and are not ready to scale up in response to the pandemic. So the media once said mail-in voting is not ready to scale up in the middle of a pandemic. Now there's no journalistic curiosity when we're finding Trump ballots cast aside. There's no journalistic curiosity when a hundred ballots were sent out in Brooklyn. They were inaccurate ballots and then a hundred ballots were Going guy, I really am. I, I I I like to think I'm a pretty easygoing guy, and you know, I, I can deal with a lot of bullshit. But that was that was bullshit. I mean, Sarah Sarah Huckabee might as well just fucking stayed there. I mean, we're getting the same crap from this lady too. Why not tell the truth? Why not just say it? Well, he made that shit up because he's a moron. 
Say it. Quit trying to lie for the guy. We all can see it. We all know. We're all well aware. We're not blind, deaf, and mute. We all can tell that he's a moron and a liar and a con job and a fantastic storyteller. Why do we even have a press secretary? We just call her what she is. A second floatus of lies. Oh, but welcome to America. Welcome to Donald Trump's America. Where are the thugs that are on the plane? Whatever happened to that story? And who the fuck are these they people? They, they, they. They just live in his fucking head? I would say yes. They do. So, I believe his name is John Roberts. Um, he's a Fox News anchor, usually out and about. You know, he does a lot of remote shit. And, um, well, he had a nervous breakdown on, on, on Fox. Well, not a nervous breakdown. He was actually just being honest. But he was having a hard time about it because he was being honest on Fox. See, honesty and the Fox News network are two things that don't mix very well. Like oil and water. Like Mark Levin and Sanity. Like Sean Hannity and Decency. These things just don't mix well together. But I want you to hear. I, I, I think it's important. I want you to hear it. I want you to hear what he said. And it's important for him to say it. Because it is an important question that he asked. If Donald Trump did not know who the Proud Boys were, and this is something I said myself, if he did not know who they were, why didn't he just say that? Instead, he's like, well, Proud Boys, stand back, stand down, just relax over there, just take it easy, I'll call you soon, don't worry, I still got your number, Bob. No. And it's a good question to ask. It's an important question to ask. He obviously knew who the Proud Boys were. He knows who the Proud Boys were. The guy consumes more TV than the Nelson Ratings Network. What I'm trying to say is, he's lying. Of course he knows who the Proud Boys are. But I think it's an important question that this this Fox contributor was willing to, to, to ask. If he didn't know, then why did he say it? It's only a logical conclusion. This isn't like in CIA interrogation. We're asking the president a simple question. It'd be like asking him what his favorite color is. I don't know if white is a color, but I'm going with white. Um, I'm just saying, this is this is the guy we're dealing with here. This is the American president, the biggest fucking moron that's ever walked the face of the planet, that's ever owned that position, that's never sat in the fucking Oval Office. He is our forefather's nightmare come true. For the love of God, give us a break. America's not stupid. I want, I, you know, I think it's important that you hear it. And, and I've added a little, 
I added a small touch of effect. I hope you don't mind. Let's see just one more observation here. If the president didn't know who Proud Boys were and Joe Biden just threw out the name, if he didn't know who they were, why did he denounce them? Why didn't he say, well, I don't know who they are. Can you give me a little bit more information about them and then make a decision about it? So this, this all remains very puzzling. And for all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that quite for asking that question, I don't care because it's a question that needs to be asked. And clearly the president's Republican colleagues a mile away from here are looking for an answer for it. So stop deflecting. Stop leaving the media. This is a recap of the week. I think this all happened in one day. So, let's get back to Flotus. The Flotus with the mostest. The best. It's bullshit, whatever. But let's let's talk about Flotus, shall we? Let's let's have a quick little talk about the first Russian lady of the White House. I'm sorry. I don't like her. I I can't help it. I don't feel sorry for her. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. My wife thinks she's a very beautiful person. I don't. I think she's just a horrible person. Shallow and just gross. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. It has nothing to do with the looks. Is she pretty? Yeah, kind of. But I know what lurks underneath that slimy surface. If there's a decent person there, let me know. I have not seen it yet. But the Melania tapes. Let's talk about the Melania tapes. There's there's a couple of them that I've heard so far. I have not. I don't know if there's any more than what I've caught yesterday. What I happened to listen to yesterday is all I heard. But if there's more to it, I don't know. But it, it's enough for me. Okay, it's enough for me. They 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 record Melania Trump basically saying, you know, I fuck Christmas. And fuck little kids in cages. It was okay when Obama did it, supposedly. But what a lot of people don't understand is that Obama didn't put them in cages and separate them from their family like Trump did. What Trump has done is a total blatant fucking attack against human rights. What Obama did was just a typical process that most immigrants go through. Health exam. They go through everything underneath the sun. Donald Trump didn't do that. He held them for export. That's what he was doing with them. He wasn't trying to get them in the country like Obama did. He's trying to fucking keep them here, put them through the most abuse that he can, and then ship them back. Two different policies. So I guess something came out about Melania Trump and her visit to one of the detention camps of children. And she was upset by the way she was treated. Motherfucker, you're wearing a jacket that says, I really don't care, do you? That was probably the most moronic thing. Any flotus, whatever human being, whatever she is, could have ever fucking wore for such an occasion. Now she wants our sympathy? I don't have any sympathy for her. Why should I? 
She's suffering like fellow Americans out there, struggling day to day to keep ends together, make ends meet, pay their bills, keep a roof over their head. You want me to feel sorry for her? <laughs> no, I don't feel sorry for someone that's waited on every day who refused to use the same bathroom that Michelle Obama used until it was renovated because Michelle Obama's black. Flotus is a racist. I'm not going to say it. I don't like using that word. It's a very distasteful word, and as much as I swear and cuss, it's one of those words I really do not like to use. And I'm not going to use it. But you women use it a lot to describe each other. And I just say it begins with something that sounds a lot like bunt. Joe was playing baseball, and he bunted the ball. He did a move called a bunt. I don't know if you're catching what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Rhymes with stunt. Rhymes with runt with an R. I'm not going to say it. You can say it for me. The first lady of the United States is a thank you. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I'll let you do it. My audience, you people are a lot stronger than I am. But the Melania tapes are self-evident of exactly what we've all known. Not only is the president incapable of doing his job, so is the first lady. Who didn't see that coming? Seriously. Donald Trump is totally inept to do. He can't do his job. He sucks at it. He's the worst president America's ever had. Well, guess what? He has a counterpart. The worst freaking first lady America's ever had. What a disgrace of a human being. You don't care about those children. Just like your husband doesn't didn't care about them either. He didn't care about the Kurd children in Syria either. The people we abandoned there that fought alongside our military. Just left them. Kids murdered in the street. Anybody see that video footage? The Turkey army and their fucking ISIS crew murdering anybody who was a Shiite or a Kurd. I not have been Shiites. I can't remember exactly, but I'm just telling you. That's what we saw. Nobody flinched and blinked an eye because it was brown people, brown children, people of color, people that weren't white. Nobody cared. Just like they didn't care about the Hispanics. Calling them and demonizing them and naming them and calling them all these horrible things. And when they showed up, there were women dressed in fucking rags and children dressed in rags. But they were the bad people, right? But here are the tapes of Melania. I, I, I don't even think it really serves any substance for my show to even play them. It just, it goes to show the mentality and the type of person this lady really is. And I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, housewives at home and married to a man that works for a living. And maybe he's a blue collar worker. Is this the type of person that you think gives a shit about you? Oh, dear God. Oh, it was so horrible. I had $10 million and I just, I wanted to buy that Lamborghini. And I was like, oh, it just sucks. I can't do it. So I was trying to get, I was trying to get on the big news networks. And everybody's like, oh, you should go to Fox. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to Fox. They're so cheap. 
And besides, they let Shepard Smith go because there's no point now. There's no point in going on there. There's no Shepard. There's no decent human being on there left. Sorry, I was trying to do a rich, waspy type female thing and I turned into a gay guy. Sorry. But I mean, I just want <laughs> sorry. Nothing against gay folk, okay? I, you know, I was just saying. It's my best. I was trying to do Flotus. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, what do you want? I'm not fucking Robin Williams. Just trying to do a, a, a very straightforward first lady voice that's just upset and disgruntled at being a millionaire. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. I just don't get it. So here are the tapes of Milani. If you want to hear it, go ahead. If you want, just fast forward, whatever you probably already heard enough. But I think it's important, but I don't think it really carries that much substance and relevance. We know. I mean, look what she's married to. Like, we needed a reminder that she's this type of person just because you caught it on tape? I think we all pretty much knew. Donald Trump can't do his job, and neither can she. They're both a couple spoiled little brats. They managed to hook up because of lust, not because of love. I remember watching the debate. Joe Biden getting a hug from his wife. Donald Trump over there yanking her. Hey, hey, come here, come here. No, no, no. Just put your arm on my shoulder. No, 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 wait, wait. Just, just. Just can you come come a little closer? Two more inches, two more inches. Just get a little closer, get a little closer. He's dragging on her. I mean, rag, pulling on her arm like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 how come you can't hug me? Like, look at this, look at this. Joe's getting a hug. Why can't you hug me? Because you're a piece of shit. That's why I don't want anything to do with you. I'm just here for the for the for the ratio. That's all. Sorry, I'm doing the gay voice again. I can't. I don't. I could do Melania, but it's not in Russia. We do not butter both sides of bread. In Russia, we do not butter anything. In Russia, well, it sucks. That's all I get to say. I would like to tell my fellow Americans out there in America that the first lady reminds me of my cousin's sister's uncle's brother. No, but I mean, I'm I just, I've had enough. I've had enough. Fuck, America's had enough. We don't need any more reminders of how shitty of a fucking human being the president is. We don't need any reminders of how shitty of a human being Flotus is. She's not a good person. I don't care. My, I, I've heard people say, he's, she's stuck in a horrible marriage. I mean, just imagine being married to a guy like that. I wouldn't have married him in the first place. Unless he had lots of money that could make up for the fact that he's a fucking piece of trash. Oh, am I on to something? Anyways. Here's Melania Trump, the most fabulous, fantastic, and stupendous first lady. That's fine. Who supports Melania? You do have a legacy. Yeah, but the thing, well, it doesn't come directly from, uh, yeah, what, what I put on Twitter comes from, it came from me. That's, they know about the children, and they, they talked about it. But, but I'm just you saying, know, you're, you, you know what I'm saying. I, you, you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, you do know what I'm saying. It's, you shouldn't have people across the world, it's, in New York, it was always Melania, Melania, Melania. Like, you know, I don't, I don't give a f- it's not about uh, giving yeah, a f- it's true, true, it's true. It's it, honestly, it's like, because it's, uh, you know, it's honestly, I'm doing the same stuff that I did before. They, 
they cannot stand him. They they know that I'm with him. Uh, they know that I'm. But they felt badly uh, for you before. Now that you know what I'm saying. Correct. Like, correct. Okay. All that stuff. All that stuff came out. They feel bad for me. My pulse went up. They said, "Oh my God, she feels so. She's amazing. She's uh, fantastic." Exemplary Flotus doing an exemplary job. I I just uh, I'll level with you as an American. It's depressing as fuck. Okay, I don't expect these people to be perfect in any way, shape, or form. I don't expect the president to be a, a, a perfect human being. I don't. But when you can't hide and you can't explain away. How horrible of a person you are. And it becomes... It becomes a challenge. Respecting, supporting, and believing. 
anything that Donald Trump does or says. But there's a recording of Flotus complaining about things that only a rich person living in the White House could complain about. Did I leave out racist? Yeah, I'm sorry. Rich, racist living in the White House. I have no respect for her at all. This is America! Where we're supposed to care about little kids. We're supposed to care about families. going to even go there. I, I I think we've all had a pretty good idea all along how this marriage between Flotus and POTUS actually worked. I think we have a pretty good idea. We have a pretty good idea. This isn't a family. This, these aren't people that love each other. This is a power-hungry cutthroat. Who's got the better fucking pair of pants? My daddy loves me more than you. Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. That's all it is. Bullshit. And we'll be better as a nation as soon as we try to remember that. All right. Off I go. Where, where do I where do you start as an American when you are put in a position where you're viewing all this stuff and you're absorbing all these things this from the news and you get to the point where you've absorbed too much and it's all just a giant fog of chaos and drama and 
everything else that Donald Trump throws at us. As an American, when I found out that Donald Trump caught COVID, there was an immediate rush to be an asshole. I can see a lot of Americans out there that are going to be nice and they're going to say things like, you know, well, all our political differences aside, speedy recovery to you and the FLOTUS. But there's a part of me that really, honestly, does not believe him. And there's a part of me that really doesn't even care. I have seen enough, I have read enough, I have heard enough, I have absorbed enough to the point where he could come out and tell me whatever he wants. I'm not believing it. I'm not going to subject myself to letting my guard down. I'm not going to waste my time or my energy trying to be supportive of someone who blatantly doesn't care about the 200 some odd thousand. We're at almost 211,000 deaths. We've hit the million mark yesterday throughout the world. One million people have died from this virus. He comes out and he tells us he's caught COVID. Look, it doesn't take an elementary school kid to figure this shit out. It doesn't take a kid in third grade to figure this shit out. We're taught this as people. We're taught this as children. Right or wrong, we know the difference between the both. Donald Trump telling us he has COVID, well, okay. I'm really sorry to hear that there may be another death, and it might just be the President of the United States. I'm sorry to hear that. But let's look at everything he's done since this pandemic hit America. And let's look at the things he's said. But it, it goes beyond, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond everything I just said. What, what it really boils down to is whether or not you want to believe it. It's nothing to do if you're a good person and have sympathy for him, empathy or anything else. You can be indifferent. This is Okay. It is okay for a human being to feel indifferent towards his suffering right now. I totally get it. But the bottom line is, is this real or is this a stunt? Is this a sham? Is this the president of the United States, Mr. Bone Spurs himself, weaseling out of yet another responsibility? I say a lot of things on my show and, you know, I, I, I talk and I, and I curse and I, and I, uh, you know, I'm a blowhard sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I'm well aware of what I put on display on my show. It, it, it's of real, no relevance. It, who I am as a person is not really represented by the show. What I do on the show is not how I am in my house around my children. How I act is not, you know, it's, it's, it's not a persona per se, I just let myself go loose on here. I'm not reserved on my show like I am in person. I'm not reserved and professional like I am in person. I'm just, this is me letting loose and saying the things I want to say in the way I want to say it. And I don't care whose toes I step on, who I upset. I don't care. Because this is, this is my fantasy world. 
and I'm well aware of it. This is where I go to vent. This is where I go to say the things that I wouldn't say in a in a room full of professionals. These are things that I wouldn't say at a, at a Tuesday morning meeting at work. This is something I wouldn't say to my children. These are things that I wouldn't say to anybody other than whoever dares to tune into my show. And thank you for doing that, by the way, if you made it this far through the show. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. <laughs> the bottom line is to hear that Donald Trump has COVID or caught COVID and so does FLOTUS really has no impact on how I feel about him. And if anything, it just makes me raise another eyebrow. I don't think he can handle doing another debate. I don't think he can handle doing another debate. He can't. There's just too much out there to use against him. Just too much. It would be like giving a criminal a choice to show up at his final hearing or not. It's, it's like giving uh, an adolescent a choice of whether or not to do their homework or whether or not to clean their room. He has a, a massive amount of resources at his disposal. If he wants to fake whatever, he can fake it. If he wants to tell the world that he caught COVID and he's broke out in, in acne finally after 73 years, he's finally got his first case of acne, whatever. He could say whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants because he's the president of the United States. And the only people that can question him are the people. Because right now, he's made it so it looks bad to question whether or not he caught COVID. It looks bad if you're someone that's questioning this as a reality. It looks bad if you're not showing support to someone who caught it. It looks bad upon uh, the liberal media if they don't support Donald Trump's recovery. It looks bad if you're not playing along. It looks bad if you're not doing what they want you to do, which is have sympathy and have empathy for the president of the United States. This is what they want. Meanwhile, we have no actual proof that he has COVID. There's no proof. We got some murmurings from uh, some White House staff saying, oh, we were, we're deeply concerned about the president. He was awful tired last night. That doesn't mean shit to me. I don't believe he has COVID. I don't. I think this is a fucking another bone spur of his to get out of doing something he doesn't want to do. And that's put himself back on display in front of America, in front of another person like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a man. He has a problem confronting Joe Biden. Joe Biden would tear him apart, as we saw. It was like a teacher dealing with a fucking uh, an alternative high school student who who's a fucking abuser. I, as an American, cannot sit back and say, well, I, you know, I hope he's okay and everything. I just can't do it. I'm not wishing death upon him necessarily, but I really don't care one way or the other. I won't believe this until there's proof that he actually has it. And that's why I said, I'll believe it when he dies. <clears throat> call it callous, call it cruel, call it cold-hearted, call it wrong, call it inhumane. Whatever you want to say. You can say I'm the most horrible person on the face of the planet. Go ahead. But I guarantee you right now when I say these words, I'm speaking for millions of Americans. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't trust him. I don't believe it. I don't believe him because I don't believe him at all. I've never, I have nothing to go by that says I should trust anything he says. 
So is it cold-hearted? Is it evil to say, I don't care if the president has COVID-19? No. That is a logical outcome of a person thinking clearly, going by the evidence that Donald Trump has given us, going by his persona, his character, everything that he's had on full display for four years. Now, near the end of his presidency, when the, when the time is running short, when the election's right around the corner, when debates are on demand, where he's sitting back and capable of doing these things, but scared like a little child because he doesn't have anything to bring with him to back him up except what he brought to the first debate, which is a bunch of yelling and, and carrying on and acting like a teenager, which is exactly what even my kids said that. As an adult, I didn't really catch it as well as they did. I just can't believe it. I think this is a cop-out. I think it's a lie. I think it's a con job. And I think as Americans, we should be steadfast to holding on to reason and intelligence right now. And just wait and see what happens. Because if this is real, if he really caught COVID, he's really sick, all this stuff, we're going to know. But right now, to me, this is just another excuse. Like he had to get out of going to Vietnam. This is his bone spur for this election. And that's all I have to say about that. As an American, I love this country. I always have loved this country. I love our men and women in uniform. I love our men and women in blue. I love our military. I love my country, including you, who might still support Donald Trump. I hope you change your mind. And I hope you can see through this farce. I don't believe that he's got COVID. I believe this is his way out of doing debates what we need to do as Americans is just stay focused. This is just another one of his distractions, another one of his chaotic distraction from hell moments. Don't let it, don't let it affect you. I'm not saying you'd be cold hearted. I'm saying be logical. He has given us nothing, absolutely nothing in four years for us to sit back and go, hmm, I totally believe him. I feel sorry for him now. That's what he's counting on. That's what his party's counting on. They're counting on people to have this sympathy and this patriotic duty to support the president of the United States. I, for one, I'm full of patriotism, and I don't support the president of the United States. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. Thank you for tuning in to another glorious and fantastic episode. I am your voice of reason during times of treason, the angry one, Jeff Kaufman. I hope you have a great day. Enjoy your Friday, America. I'm... Hopefully going to have another interview. I don't know. I'm I, Everything's done online nowadays. It used to be you could just walk into any place and put an application in. Now it's you walk in and they give you a website to go visit. Anyways, wish me luck. I hope you have a great day. Stay strong. Stay American. And you know what? Let's just not worry about Donald Trump and his COVID right now. Let's worry about America. Because he never gave a shit about it in four fucking years. God bless America. hoo
presented with that number, he said it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything to Putin about the bounty on the heads of American soldiers. My son was in Iraq. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind there were heroes. And You're the, the worst way, president Weiss. America has ever had. Hey, Come yeah, on. Let me, let me. Vote, vote, vote. He cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election.